I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now on to the Titans versus the Rabbitohs. Make sure to grab a bloke jumper, 6 p.m. next Wednesday. Also, make sure to grab a case of bloke beer. We're in every single celebrations, Porter's Liquor, IJ Plus Liquor, and Bottolo in New South Wales and City. That's right. If you've got a celebrations of Bottolo near you, they will stock bloke in a bar. Make sure to get in and grab a case. We're also in every single celebration superstore in Queensland, and we've got a store locator. We're nationwide. We've got a store locator on our website. You go to www.blokeinabar.com. You put in your postcard. It will show you and closest stocker, stockers of bloke beer. And then our mid-strengths, they will be slowly filtering out into all Liquor Legends stores. Go to their website, and it will show you where their stores are at. But Titans Rabbitohs, wow. Let's talk about Titans first. They currently sit on the bottom of the table which no one predicted. There's, you know, very, very few people would have predicted they are sitting at the bottom of the table. Um, I am really, really getting concerned for the Titans because at the start of the year, we said they've got a young crew. You've got to stick with them. This is, we knew there was going to be ups and downs in the year. I don't think, Guru, I don't think we knew it was going to be this down. Now the concern starts to be, uh-oh, is this the right group of young men to stick with? I still think we'd stick with them like we don't know yet it's only been a couple games but if they finish the year on the bottom of the table then you truly may have to ask the question is this correct people to stick with now in their defense you look at the broncos two years ago bottom of the table look at the broncos now the concern i have with the titans right now though what juniors do they have when you looked at that broncos pack two years ago you could go carrigan flegler all these young guys where you're like I can see the potential everyone's talking about. David Feeder, Payne Haas. Everyone could see the potential in that pack, even though we weren't getting the results. My concern with the Titans is outside of Tino, that young forward pack, there really isn't... It's not this young pack where I can see the top tier of foot forward. Now, Moe Fodawaka, he's, you know has had some solid games in the past. He's been okay this year. But outside of that, I'm, I'm a bit concerned about the future with the, the Titans at the moment. Yeah, the Titans, uh, it is getting tough to watch, mate. I mean, on the weekend, they obviously were out without Fafita, without Brimson, Tina off the bench, but it's the same that we're getting every week when they are full strength. I, 
And, uh, you know, I had them at the start of the year in, in the bottom four, but I didn't expect that they'd be this bad. I still thought that there'd be times where their young talent would get the job done and they'd pull games out here and there. And I'll be honest with you, I was disappointed in South Sydney. I didn't think they played well, mm. realistically. And the Titans uh, were still nowhere near their level. Tino came off the bench and scored two tries. One of them, he just got one-on-one with, with Cody Walker. Like, it's not going to happen mm. all that often, realistically. So I'm very worried about them. And you're right, like you have a look through their side. There aren't any superstar young guys coming through. Like there is Mo Fodawaka. He's playing, he's playing decent footy, but... Fuck, I'll tell you what, if you were to put Moffat Awaker into one of these top four systems, he'd be an absolute juggernaut compared mm. to what he is yeah. up there at the Titans. It's just, you, you just know that this is going to get worse before it gets better, I think. Mm. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, you sort of sit there and look at their side, and, and we touched on it last week, thinking there's just doesn't look like that good a roster. It's looking worse and worse every week. And then you make sort of excuses like, oh, Fafida was out, Brimson was out, Tino backing up from Origin. Yep. But even when you put all those players in the starting team, which they've had at rough times this year, they've struggled a little bit uh, with injuries, it still doesn't look great, but there's just no depth there. Like, there's a few in the back line that can come in when, when injuries happen. But like Marzu was outstanding. Marzu was outstanding. But outside yeah. of that, you know. They're, they're like, there's not a lot coming through. Like, Tino and Fafida are going to get picked for Origin for a number of years, and they're going to be short on them at times. AJ Brimson will get injured. When this happens, they just don't really have options to come in uh, and replace these guys. So it's I, I just don't see how it gets any better for them anytime soon. So what shocks me on the weekend, Paul Turner picked at six. You got Tanner Boyd, who was an Australian schoolboys halfback three years ago. They don't give him an option in the halves. They play him at hooker, and Aaron Booth still can't get a shot in this team. Yeah. Tell me it's not at the point where you at least roll the dice on Aaron Booth to see how he goes. Yeah. I just, it's just bizarre. Like, how on earth Paul Turner won the race to the six jersey? <laughs> that blew me away. Mm. It's – I just – the and the crazy thing is, you want to hear the craziest thing of everything about this game? They completed at 92%. Fuck. What? You'd rather complete oh. a 50 in that I, 100%. I would rather go out there and complete a 50% and get towed up then, you know, complete at 92% and not shoot, shoot, like, not fire a shot. Wow. And two of the tries, you know, one of them was just Tino luckily on the edge with a much smaller Cody Walker. You take that away, you're looking at 30-10. And, and let's be honest, to be, I, I don't think there's – Titans for me never looked in the game, maybe the first 20, but after that I thought the Rabbitohs were pretty much in control. The Rabbitohs didn't play their best footy. I really – that the concern for me is is that – this is the next level of the Titans because they've got all their big dogs out and no one expects them to, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone expected them just to blow teams out of the water, but, you know, pressure is mounting probably on their coach at the moment. Not, not that there's been any word out of the Titans, but you'd have to say he's under pressure at the moment. He's sitting on the bottom of the ladder. Uh, and, like, they, they, this is the performance that they, they toss up. And, and as you said, Timmy, it's a great point. It's like I, we, every week I feel like we kind of do make a bit of excuses for the Titans. Oh, they're missing... For feeder and oh you know they need this and oh well Brimo was moved to fullback then he's moved to six and then Campbell but unfortunately even with all of their players back they still have lost the same amount like take this game out of it they're still at the bottom of the table like they're still at the bottom of the table um, we look at the Bulldogs who again we'll get to more later but I know we're, we're going to you've already touched on it we'll mm. talk about how something we rave on about every week getting these combinations together and they've stuck with Flanagan and you know, it's only one game, but they're starting to show a bit they're really good. And the Titans, their spine 
be it through injury or other issues, changes every week. Every in week. And, and yeah, there's injuries, but there's still no real plan B if, say, like a Jaden Campbell goes down. They're still flicking their 5'8 in Brimson to fullback, who Brimson was out uh, due to COVID protocols this week. But when that changes every week, how the hell do you build any cohesion this side? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly feeling a bit sorry for Toby Sexton because it's mm. – look at Burton. Even Burton, one of the game's hottest young talents. You could sit there and say, out of all the young halves coming through, Burton probably number one at the time, at least in the top three of young halves. I'd probably – yeah, with the, with the ceiling of potentially us. Even he, when it was chopping and changing, he was struggling at the start of the year of the Dogs. His last month of footy has been outstanding – and what has that coincided with? It has coincided with Kyle Flanagan being his seven every single week. And Kyle Flanagan, he's never going to be the guy that sets the world alight, but he is going to be able to lay a platform for you. And, and I think we've noticed that with Burton, where Burton has just gone from, from a player where he's sitting there going, uh-oh, he's gone to a new club that's struggling. I don't know if he's ever going to reach the form he's going to reach to. Holy shit, he's like one of the best form sixes in the comp. Like obviously Munster would be number one. I still have Dylan Brown up there. But I'd have him in the top five, form-wise, over the last month at Burton. Uh, and, and that all comes down to combinations. And right now at the Titans, as you said, like it is just... I would go as far. If Jaden Campbell goes out and Brimo is still injury-free, I would keep Brimo at six. If that's the decision we've made, let's stick with the six and seven of Sexton because you're going to get so much more out of him at six and Sexton at seven than you are at pulling him at fullback, bringing in another six, then going, oh, shit, then bringing him back at, and putting him back at... you know. I just don't see I, I don't see the benefit in that long term, especially as a young squad. As a young squad who everyone's aware we're building towards a future. Well, if we're building towards a future, let's stick with these combinations so that in two or three years' time, they know each other like the back of their hand. Uh, so really, really concerning um, times for the, the Titans. I, I really did not think that they'd be at the bottom of the table. Uh, you know, positives were Mazu was outstanding. He was an absolute wrecking ball. Um, you know, Firma had some good moments. Is there anyone else? Anything else that stood out for you guys? Obviously, Tino was incredible off the bench. Forty-seven minutes, he ran for one hundred and seventy-seven meters, two line breaks, two tries, twenty-six tackles. Honestly, he's incredible. We spoke about it earlier when talking about nah, Nathan Cleary having that origin side. You know that he's going to get the t- the ball on every last tackle and kick every time. I and mean, you have a look at them on the weekend. Jermaine Osaka kicked the ball once. No one else kicked the ball except for Toby Sexton. Mm-hmm. 22 times. I That's would what's argue. surprising about Turner not even having a single kick. Like, in his, Turner's a six, isn't he? He's a yep. half. Yep. And then, granted, Sexton kicked for 700 metres. It was, like, fair play to him. But, damn. But, like, I would argue, like, I think, you're, I think we mentioned it last week. Toby Sexton's winning. He's got the most forced dropouts mm. by a distance. Yeah. He had another one on the weekend. I mean... But I would argue that Toby Sexton's probably playing better than what I anticipated. All things considered. Stati- yeah, statistically. You know, I, I do think he probably could have kicked on a bit more. But put it this way, I think he's played patches of footy better than I thought he would. Patches. I haven't seen him play an 80-minute game. Being a young halfback in this team, he could have been heaps worse, though. He probably should have been heaps worse than what he has been. Mm. How is that pressure on him? Where I didn't realise that, as you said, 22 kicks, one for Asako. Most teams in the comp have at least three kicking options. So the halves, for starters, to not see your other half kick a ball, if you had a hooker who was kicking and taking a bit of pressure off section, like, all right, you can see how that happens. A lot of teams might have a, a Tedesco or a Pappenhausen who have a bit of a kicking game from fullback that take a bit of pressure off. 
But when Sexton is the like the sole kicker yeah. for this team at his age, with all the pressures going on, add into that that they've got a rough and tumble yardage lock in sort of Tino Fasua Malawi, who again not a traditional ball playing lock, which can take a lot of pressure off a young half. How's the pressure on poor old Toby Sexton? But mate, even when you put their full strength side in, when you think AJ Brimson, do you think oh handy mm. kicking game? I don't think it was Jaden Campbell. And on top of that, you know, Aaron Clark is not a kicking nine. And so, you know, I'm starting to feel like Sexton, unfortunately, has been put in a really tough spot. Like, he hasn't been given players around him to support him in the role that he's got. You need, you need more than one person in your spine that can kick. Like, that's, that's a given, surely. Surely that's a non-negotiable that in your nine, your six, seven and one, at least two people can kick solid, good footy. I mean, it's not like he also has like a way Graham that he can flick the ball to and he can do something on yeah. last. Like he just, it is him. Yeah. It is solely him. And God, it makes it easy for defenses to put pr- to put pressure on yeah. your last tackles. Um, yeah, I, I feel very sorry, so sorry for Sexton. And no, I sort of started the year to you that now if you took a nineteen-year-old Joey Johns and put him in this team, it would have been tough. Mm. It would have been difficult. They, he didn't have a ball player next to him. He didn't have a hooker. Well, look at Cleary at the Panthers for the first couple of years. He, yeah. got, he had that really good breakout year, and then he got crucified for a couple of years. And now, you know, very rarely does a seven or six come into the grade and just start killing it. It takes, takes quite a bit of time. So although, again, this is not – you know, he's a first grader and he's on decent coin. He should deliver. Um, but I do think he's kind of been set up. I don't think he's been set up with the best opportunity to be the best he can be. Well, mate, I hate to say it, and but it's slowly becoming Ash Taylor all over again up yeah. there. If we're talking about Sexton in that same way in five years' time, right now it won't surprise me, unfortunately. Mm. Environment uh, and, matters. And, and we'll, we'll just say quickly and move past it, because I know we say it every week, but the decision to get rid of an experienced half was not the best decision for Sexton. It wasn't the best decision for Sexton. Now, the positive, Kieran Foran is coming, and I think Kieran Foran is going to be outstanding for Sexton. So I will say in Titans' defence that, you know, I understand mm. his equivalence to Ash Taylor, but Ash Taylor never got a Kieran Foran to come yep. in and help him out the first year. And so I will say the Titans, um, respect to them for, like, I guess, swallowing a bit of pride maybe and going, sure. okay, we need to go out and get a, a number six or a seven that's going to help guide this guy through. Maybe we thought he was a bit ahead of where we, you know, thought he was going to get to this year. But, yeah, outside of that, it's just a... It's unfortunate because the Titans right now things could. I don't. I don't think that they will win the spoon. I think that they'll they'll be able to bounce back, but unfortunately, it's just one of those years where this could be this could be this could be some hard conversations to be had mm. at the end of the season. I I personally think that they need to all have a real sit down, and they probably have, but even as a club and be, yes, we are young, but are we going to set standards that we do not negotiate on? Or are we going to allow little things to creep into our game here and there? Um, so hopefully they bounce back. Really, really tough. In saying that, mate, like, and I, I'd like to say they're not going to win the spoon either, but someone's got to win it. Canterbury just played out of their skin yesterday. The Warriors are going to go back to New Zealand in a few weeks. I mean... I, oh, they definitely could. They definitely could. Like, definitely and unfortunately, could. That, that's the reality of it. It's... It's tough down uh, down the bottom there of the ladder at the moment. It's brutal. Yeah, because it's, it's not like last year where it was like two bottom teams were just so much worse than everyone else. There's like it, that, that bottom eight, any, on any given day, all teams could beat each other in that bottom eight, in my opinion. Well, I mean, like, like people have been so disappointed with how the Newcastle season has played out. They're two wins out of the eight. 
Yeah, it's great. That, that is fucking wild. What do you got there, Manny? I just want to point out something that I didn't, I've never noticed before. But Tino signed to the end of 2026, right? But the last two years are actually mutual options. They're not, like, he's not actually locked into 2026. Wow. And to mutual options, it's just defined here as, I don't really know what it means. It's just both parties talk about activating the contract. Mutual but, options are weird because it's like, you can just go, no, yeah. not doing it. Yeah. Really? Wow. That's scary for Titans. If I was Titans, I'd be talking to Tino now about locking him in. Because is anyone doubting Tino's going to go on and, you know, he's outstanding. Especially when he's had a taste of premierships. Yeah. The grand finals. Yeah. Like it's, it's like he, he's a kid that's just come in and he's glad to be there. He's had a taste of being successful. Yeah. Now he's at the other end of it. Yeah. Wow. Really interesting. Really interesting. So hopefully the, the Titans can bounce back because uh, they looked like they'd they really looked like they turned the corner as a club at the start of this year. I really love the talk, the five-year plan. And everyone makes jokes about that, but it's good to be able to have that. Like, you need to have plans that go three or four years in the future with your juniors, with everything. And from what I'm hearing, they are putting in a lot of work to their juniors and that. But, if you know, they've got to turn around the field, so hopefully they can. Now, on to the Rabbitohs. Really strange outing for me with the Rabbitohs. I don't know where to put them again. And, and I think we said this at the start of the year. Week in, week out, it's going to be different. Uh, massive rap to Cookie. Came out. I thought he was really good. 45 tackles, only two misses after origin. Uh, but I, I wasn't. it wasn't convincing for me. It wasn't convincing. They're still missing that energy that they had last year. Uh, a win's a win, though. A win's a win. And, and they, got the, they got the job done. It was up at Gold Coast, wasn't it? Mm. So... You can't ask for much more than that. What do you think, Timmy, this game with Rabbitohs? Yeah, I mean, there's been a game this year where I've even been close to thinking the Bunnies are back or anywhere near where they were last season. They're getting a really blessed run, the Bunnies of late. Um, you know, the Titans on the weekend without arguably three of their best four players out, plus Tino backing up from Origin. By before that, just before that, they put a few on the Tigers, you know, make of that what you will. Before that, Raiders flogged them. Before that, just beat the Warriors, who have been a basket case themselves. Before that, Brisbane pumped them. Before that, Manly Seagulls, there's a send-off 10 minutes in, and they put 22 on them. So they're just, I'm waiting for them to click. We say the same thing every week. When's it coming? When's it coming? Oh, they've just not been impressive at all, have they? And as far as I'm concerned, they... Yeah, they're winning games. Yeah. And at this stage, that's all that matters. But if they want to even look like competing at the back end of the year, they're not even close to it. Yeah, so Rabbitohs, where do we... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you had to grade it now, with everything that's gone, with all the people that they've lost, lost Bennett, lost Reynolds, we've been through it ad nauseum. Would you say this is a success, successful year? or not a successful year so far? I'm sort of caught in the middle. I, you know, you, you obviously couldn't call it a train wreck. They're still in the top eight. Mm. Uh, but, fuck. I just felt like watching that game yesterday, like, Rabbitohs played shit, but you never knew. You, you knew they were never going to lose. Mm. Oh, I hate those games. And when you're watching South Sydney and you've got Cody Walker, Damian Cook, Campbell Graham, Alex Jones, all these exciting guys, and they're still playing very average footy, but you know they're going to win because of who they're playing. 
I, yeah, I find them very frustrating to watch at the moment, Rabbitohs. I'd give their season maybe a six or a seven out of ten. What do you reckon, Timmy? I know one of the biggest disappointments of the season. I think they're good enough that they can flick a well, maybe not flick a switch, but I think they can build towards something far strong and come back into the season. But if we're grading now, I wouldn't even say it's a middling season. I know they're in around the top eight, but what we expected from them, uh, very disappointing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a bit more lenient. I think it's a satisfactory year. Mm. With everything that could have gone wrong, with the way we've seen other clubs just fall apart after Bennett leaves, I think that we can still see the core of a top four side there. I think that, yes, it hasn't clicked, and, and yes, there are certain parts of their game that could improve. It's absolutely their completion rate. Like, it is, as long as they complete well, usually, usually, they uh, can win games. Uh, but I, so I'd give it a, you know, a satisfactory, a pass mark at the moment. They definitely haven't um, gone better than I thought they would. Uh, and I think that, you know, I'll be able to judge them much better once I see Latrell play a month yeah. of footy. Because we do have to remember, any team lost its superstar, like out-and-out superstar, after, and that's why I cut the Rabbitohs a bit of slack, they lost Wayne Bennett, Adam Reynolds, Dan Gagai, and essentially Latrell Mitchell. Essentially Latrell Mitchell. Now, I don't think that gets appreciated enough. I don't think we talk about it enough that they lost their main guy. Like, literally, their million-dollar guy, even though he's not a million dollars, but he's worth a million of troll. They lost him, or maybe eight to 900 at the moment. Um, they lost him and also everyone else, plus everything that happened. So I just want to see a month of footy with Latrell back in that side because we have to remember Latrell's a generational talent. He does things that other people can't do, but also just having him on the field gives you that belief, you know, that kind of, oh, wow, we can really do whatever we want to do because this guy can break games open. And I think Latrell, how he comes back is going to define how this season goes. If he comes back and he's struggling a bit, then I think they may slip out of the eight. If he comes back and kills it, I think they stay in the eight, maybe make the first or second week of the finals. So it all really hinges on getting Latrell back. Um, outside of that, I still think that they're a bit short on outside backs at the moment. I think, oh, so, yeah. That's exactly what we speak about, how important yardage is from your back three. Mm. Their back three at the moment is Cody Nicarima, Alex Johnston and Jackson Paulo. Like, Without looking to other sides, it'd nearly have to be the smallest back three in the comp, wouldn't it? So when they're starting their sets off with that, that's where Latrell take all these freakish acts aside. Just that yardage will be so important for them. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's interesting because, like, Paulo, you know, he has some really, really good moments, really good moments, and then sometimes struggles a bit. He's a, he's a big-ish body too. I, I, I wonder whether, you know... Do they have is it is he their next guy that they really believe in or do they have more guys coming through I'm really interested to see what their juniors would be doing um, you know Tane Milner he, he's you know he's played all right here and there but hasn't really cemented his spot it's just that uh, is it their right side because is Campbell and Johnson on one side they're on the left and yeah. Tane and so maybe the decision and I understand they lost players or whatever but the decision to play two players that haven't played that much first mm -hmm. grade together might be a bit unfair on both of them you know because they're both it, you, you're better off having experience and which is interesting because I and I know Mansour sometimes you have poor reads in defence but when it comes to like meter reader being a meter reader being experienced he may be able to help a guy a few of the boys so I'm interested to see why if he's injured or why he's not getting a crack over guys like, you know, Paulo or Tane Milner. I think that's a big thing in this house. Sydney side hasn't been spoken about enough. Like they obviously lost Dane Gagai, which was always going to hurt. But the fact that Mansour hasn't quite kicked on, mm. but they signed him as a, a, a winger coming from a grand final team yeah. who killed it. Like 
for him to be where he's at and not playing the level he is, I think that's really hurt South Sydney and their depth as well. For sure, because he was the experienced guy. He was, he yeah. Was, he was the guy, and you, you know, you lose Gagai, you go, well, we've still got an answer. He's you know played in grand finals, played for his country, played Origin as well. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, I think he's played Origin. Definitely played for his country. He definitely played, played for Australia. Origin. No, uh, Mansour. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that, that probably has hurt him a little bit. I wonder why he hasn't get getting a start. I wonder how he's going in reserve grade. Uh, outside of that, uh, you know, some positives. I thought Keon, again, was solid. Uh, Thomas Burgess, a lot of metres. The good thing is, is their forward still packs a bunch of punch. We've got Tavita Totola with 155 metres, Thomas Burgess with 177, Keon with 165, Jairo with 139. Um, you know, that's, that's a fair bit of punch in your forward pack. So, going to be interesting. Uh, I, I think we'll just let's wait and see. When Latrell comes back, see how he goes after that first month and, uh, and, and judge from there. Well, mate, that, they'd want to get it sorted by that first month because, as we've said a few times, round 19 onwards, they play. They've got six games, five of them against top eight teams. Yep. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 